That sound makes me smile. You have to be willing to rewatch a movie. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Quick, quick, quick. Hey, Please don't aggregate this. Lillard, long range three. Their defense is atrocious. I'm sort of the rock star. Tiso is the official watch of the NBA. Everybody who listens to this podcast knows how I feel about aggregation. I'm oddly intrigued by neck tattoos. You know, we love China. We love no playing here. They come to dunk. Shut up and listen. You think you're better than me? All right, welcome back, Chris. <laughs> welcome back, Swish FM. Chris Wendelkin and Ben. It's been a while. A little rusty. Shake oh off the God. cobwebs. Yeah, we are off to a spectacular start here, Ben. Oh, yeah. Um, ben, uh, we... You know, full disclosure here, we had a whole freaking podcast lined up, and yeah. I know you have been putting in a ton of work yeah. on, the, on the prep for that pod, yeah. and yeah, I, we, I have been. we booked um, Whammy. He, uh, Not we, to call him out by name, well, um, but here it's, we go. it's Whammy. Uh, we booked Whammy, and yeah. um, obviously, you know, we compensate him well. Uh, we do. We compensate him well. We work around his schedule, yep. um, even though he is technically, uh, you know, an employee. Um, yes. We we do our best to be you know, flexible him. bosses and understanding bosses. And yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, he had some something come up, whatever that means. Right. Uh, so we don't we don't want to pry. Um, you know, it's we we try to be understanding. This is a unique moment in time obviously with the pandemic and everything like that so uh we just you know hey no questions asked whammy needs to uh to reschedule the pod so we're gonna we're gonna just uh riff here a little bit and uh we'll st- still do the pod with wham yeah listen when when one of your uh the people that you booked and that you planned you know your entire week around uh cancels at the last minute you know sometimes you have to improvise um that's right Luckily, we are capable of that. Luckily, yes. we have the talent and the skill um, to do that kind of thing on the fly um, and to, you know, call call audibles, uh, change things up midstream, you know, um, yeah. call it a broken play in football, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, luckily, we are uh, gifted improvisers um, and... So uh, yeah, we're able to overcome uh, the um, the situation that Whammy has placed us in. Um, yeah. Which again, uh, who is he? Is one of our employees? So yeah. Uh, well, for the time being, that is. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you know, this is it's certainly totally possible that we uh, institute a ban. Um, that it, I, I mean, mean listen, we're not we're not ready to go there yet, Chris. Uh, well, there is a permanent record. We um, can certainly discuss it. Um, we have time. <laughs> <laughs> we could make the we could make the the episode the entire podcast uh a something Should, of a hearing a trial yes. um if we want to go that route i don't i that feels extreme at this stage but i'm just saying that that is all right an well consider it consider it a warning um yeah. we've issued wham uh if you're listening we are issuing a warning you've been warned mm-hmm. um you will see the the warning reflected on your on your permanent record um yes which of course is what we use to determine things like wages, time off. Uh, that's right. That's so, right. Uh, bonuses, you know, all, all that sort of thing. That's all factored in. Unfortunately, yep. you know, uh, we have 
long memories, and uh, the permanent record has an even longer one. So in Sorry. case our memories falter, we can always turn to the record um, to consult. So yeah, um, needless to say, a little disappointing, um, but uh, we will push forward. We'll have him back. We'll have him back, and we'll have to. We'll we'll drive him. We'll push him even harder. Yeah, um, I mean, I think usual. that this is this is going to be a learning experience for him. I think it's a teachable moment, and yeah. I think that he hopefully is going to be able to use this um, and uh, and uh, and you know grow from it, learn learn and grow from it. Yeah, um, Ben, it's been a while since we've recorded a pod. It that's, has. That's the elephant in the room. We've both been sort of swamped in work and life stuff, and. <laughs> uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we're both uh, full-time NBA analysts, and yeah. um, you know, a lot work, of times, yeah, that that job doesn't leave a lot of time for no for reporting the work podcasts. Always comes first. We have to. Um, at the end of the day, you know, functionally, we are uh, journalists and That's and right. insiders, and first and foremost, we have to work those phone lines. Yeah, um, we have. Uh, a commitment to our listeners, obviously, but we have, you know, you could say a higher commitment to our sources. Our sources, exactly. And so we've both been uh, burning the midnight oil, I guess you'd say. Um, it's definitely midnight midnight oil season <laughs> it's around here. Late. Yeah, it's getting late <laughs> my, over uh, here. My midnight oil bottle is uh, a little low, as a matter yeah. of fact. I might need a refill. But, uh, you know, we're still a couple of weeks away from the trade deadline. We'll, we'll talk more specifically about that when... Uh, well, if we have Whammy back on the show next week. Um, yeah. Well, spoiler alert, that was uh, mm. the episode that we had planned for, for today. Yeah. It was going to be a, uh, a, tread, a trade deadline, uh, you know, bonanza, um, yeah. you know, blowout. So, obviously, they'll have to wait. But It'll have to wait. Um, but, yeah, a little tease there for the audience. But I figured, you know, it's been like a... It's been a few weeks since we've been able to record. Again, we're both sort of burning the midnight oil, which we we just covered. Mm -hmm. So I figured maybe we would uh, just glance back over the last few weeks in the league and just talk about what's been going on. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, obviously the trade deadline is approaching. That's a big story. Everyone's talking about that. I mean, that Um, was just dominating my headspace right now, my brain space completely (laughs) tuned. I can imagine. uh, I can imagine you're getting very little sleep. Yeah. But, you know, something that I wanted to just mention or whatever, put like a, put a, put a a thumbtack in or whatever is just um, the anniversary. I saw the anniversary of the death of Kobe Bryant. Yeah, that's right. Which the uh, Lakers really poignantly um, paid homage to. Mm. Uh, by being exactly 24 and 24 on the uh, two-year anniversary, the anniversary of, his of his death. Yeah, um, amazing how they planned that on uh, on January 24th, I believe. And there was like a number. Oh yeah, they were the eighth seed in their 24 and 24. Yeah, um, phenomenal work uh, to, to to work that out. Um, yeah, really. great work by the purple and gold to pull that one off. Yeah, but I was just thinking to myself, uh, you know. We had that episode, if our audience hasn't listened to it yet, feel free to... Uh, it's actually a really good episode, I thought. I really enjoyed that conversation that we had about Kobe's death and just sort of like processing who he was and his significance and important in the league, importance in the league and just also just like how we felt about the guy and how it was pretty like complicated that like mm. on a on the on a personal note he had these things going on in his life and then on the court he had these things happening and it all just 
it was just kind of a lot, but I was, I, I was just thinking like really how much the league and our lives and NBA basketball has changed since that moment, because <laughs> that was January uh, of 2020, 2020 right? Yep, and correct. it was just like two months before the pandemic yeah. hit. And I just feel like I, you know, for Christmas that year, uh, Kelly got us Knicks tickets and the game that weirdly enough that she got us tickets for was that night that Kobe Bryant died. It was a Sunday, yeah. I remember. And I just remember sitting around her apartment with her before the game being like, wait a minute, Kobe TMZ is tweeting that Kobe Bryant has likely died in a helicopter crash. Like, I don't even know if this game is going to happen tonight. Should we go? This is so weird. And we went and it was a very strange experience. Um, Like very, very, very somber. It it was just really weird. It felt like, yeah, it it was just very strange. Um, But that will always be like sort of seared in my memory as being the thing, the last basketball game that I went to before the pandemic, of course, but also just like, it felt like there was like tectonic plates shifting in the universe or something like something was changing and little did we know what would happen to the rest of the league just a couple months later. So, yeah. Yeah. It's been a strange couple of years, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It really has. Yeah. That was a, uh, that was an odd, like that period, you know, it was defined by Kobe and then like David Stern just before that. And then like the China Hong Kong story. Yeah with Daryl Morey, which like everyone kind of just forgot about like immediately (laughs) because there was like more insane shit that was going on. And then everything just got like the slate was wiped clean and it was just like, Oh no, this is a whole new world now. Um, which weirdly like we have just been stuck in, like we haven't gone back and we don't know if we'll ever go back. Uh, so so weird, man. I mean, it it feels like, okay, so I guess, Look, we have nothing planned, nothing outlined here, so we can really talk about whatever. But I was wondering, like, how your fan experience has been with the league um, the last few months, the last year or so. Has it changed since the pandemic began? I mean, certainly it's changed for the both of us, but I know you are watching less and less uh, basketball than ever. Um, but do you, as someone that, like, keeps up the league, have you observed the thing? Like, doesn't it also seem like, like it's this like weird, we're in this like weird in between of worlds between like, we're still very much in a pandemic. And also, uh, it does seem like the NBA is trying desperately to like not be in the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. They're working really hard to, uh, to beat that like, virus, um, yeah. by which I mean, uh, ig- ignore that virus. Um, yeah. Um, and I, sh- I, we should say it's more than just the NBA. It's like, oh, of course, yeah. society it's, at large, but like right. s- professional sports here in America is, has just basically decided that like, yeah, no, we're done. We're, we're, we're done with this. We're, yeah. We're, we're sick. We're, we're, we did that. That was cool. It was fun, but we're over it uh, completely. And uh, we're going to move Adam, on. Did yeah. Adam Silver say basically they're going to, like effectively stop testing people 
Like unless like, I think you... so. I don't know the the latest. They, they, it seems like they change. You know, just along with the CDC, they're just like we did no prep up. here, folks. So yeah, you, you got to fact check for us. That's how this uh, works. I've been trying to do my own research, but um, you know, there's only so much time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there it seems like they're. I guess they're not testing unless they're symptomatic or yeah. I, I think exactly. I think the deal is basically uh, you need to like ask for a test and or be like disgustingly sick seeming to like get tested <laughs> yeah. but like if if you're not like if you're not like sneezing and coughing uh yeah. the presumption is like you're gonna be playing that if you don't do the ferris bueller like six coughs and sneezes and farts like all at once uh <laughs> noise then you, you don't qualify for a test um yeah, yeah. um yeah well, i don't know i mean in terms of my own fandom i i don't think it's any secret chris i have not um yeah you know as busy as i've been on the phones it leaves very little time for me to um to watch games um so you know i i do the best i can you know catching little snippets here and there on uh maybe on twitter i always try to like you know look at those box scores uh to keep up with my fantasy basketball team, um, which yeah, I the, am... Uh, what's the fantasy experience been like? Because that's I feel like that's always sort of your entry point for... Yeah, that's basketball. my that's my gateway. Um, it's my gateway and also hopefully my uh, exit way. Um, yeah. I, uh, I do ramp, intend... But, exit yeah. ramp, yeah. I do intend to make this my final season. As we've discussed on the show, we've uh, we've already disbanded our beloved Three Froze Basketball League that we participated in together for many years, um, and then I'm still hanging around in this one other league, um, where I am in first place because I, I drafted a, uh, a juggernaut team that I uh, very meticulously assembled. Um, and um, has it been enjoyable to like manage that team? I, I'm I guess yeah. I know you well enough to know that like fantasy is always just so stressful to you. Like your it's obsession- been enjoyable. Your obsession with winning, sort of, it's a very complicated relationship. I, I don't think you take much pleasure out of fantasy basketball because your duty to win is more just like a responsibility. It's not yeah, like, yeah, there's it's no an obligation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this season, I've I've definitely like eased off, and luckily because my team is so good, I've been able to just sort of like um, keep it at like a bit of an arm's distance, and you know, I'm still like making you know waiver wire ads and stuff like that, but I'm not. Um, I am not staying up until like one o'clock or one thirty in the morning until like every game ends, so I can like check the box score before I fall asleep in case I need to like pick up some random player. Um, so I've been, you know, I've, I've I've luckily like been able to sort of like do it casually and still dominate. Um, yeah, which was like literally my plan. Um, so it's it's going well. Um, I have suffered a couple of injuries. Uh, <laughs> It's been a bit of a, a bumpy year. I mean, I can't imagine. Who are your big injured guys? Remind me. Uh, well, I have Damon, Damian Lillard and Paul oh. George on my team. Oh, not a yeah. not ideal. Um, but like literally with those two guys on uh, on IL slots, like my team is still dominant, Funny. which is remind crazy. me where because so this league you've talked about before is this were Lillard and Paul George keepers or were those guys that you like targeted and drafted? Um, so Lillard was a guy that I like traded. He was like a keeper technically, but like a first round keeper. It's a little complicated, but basically he's, he's not like a long-term holder. He would be like a first round guy. And then George, I just traded for, um, like I had traded a first round draft pick for, um, Hmm. so that's not Lillard was struggling pretty mightily, right? Yeah, he was already underperforming big time. Um, and everyone was like, oh, is it the abdominal yeah. injury, blah, blah, blah. But then he would like come back and have like a good game every now and then. And it was like, okay, maybe right. he just needs some rest. And then 
he had the uh, the surgery, which means he could come back. So you know, I haven't dropped him. Could come back and, and uh, Paul George was playing pretty well. Or? Yeah, George was doing fine. Um, he was. Um, yeah, he was he was doing really well, but there was still like the you know the question of like oh, are the Clippers going to be bad? Is he going to get shut down if Kawhi doesn't come back? Blah blah blah. Mm. So there's a chance like he might just not play again this season. Um, but there's a chance that he might. Who knows? Um, he's getting yeah. like surgery on his elbow. Like I heard, I, I thought I heard something like he had, he's getting like the same Tommy John surgery or something that like pitchers get in baseball. Oh, it's wow. like not great. Yeah, probably not ideal. Um, yeah, there's a good chance he won't play again. Um, but yeah. Like, I can't imagine uh, p- trying to play this season with my usual level of investment that I would have had in, like, yeah. our three froze league because of just the insanity. Like, there was that, you know, three or four-week stretch um, around the holidays where, you know, Lance Stevenson was, like, the best player in the NBA. And, um, you know, the rosters were just, you know, 75%, like, random G League players, um, which, like, as a fantasy manager, like, if you're struggling and you're, like, you know middle of the pack and you're trying to win like you'd still have to like pay attention to that shit and like like i was able to have like 80 percent of my like roster uh, injured and like not really care um which is a blessing like i can't imagine um someone who's like really taking this shit seriously but it was a lesson to me that um we shouldn't take this seriously no one should play no. fantasy sports no one should then we shouldn't be taking any of this shit seriously no here's no. the thing it doesn't I, matter and it's know, dumb and it's so dumb i'm a huge knicks fan which has been documented on uh this podcast yeah. over the years and i was gonna ask you how that experience has been going because i hear that basketball <laughs> is back in the garden or uh-huh. it was back is it still back or is it no longer back it's there i don't know okay <laughs> uh i'll be honest with you ben like it's um it doesn't matter like Mm. the the knicks are bad and it's fine Mm -hmm. it does not matter and um it's nice to hear i'm glad i'm glad glad to hear that it's basically just a tv show you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like it's just like it's so it's really just like uh i'm you know I'm, i'm sure you and your wife have shows that you watch or something like oh yeah sometimes there are good seasons of a show and sometimes there are bad seasons and when the season gets bad you'll just you'll just shut it off and like we don't need to watch the episode tonight Mm -hmm. and then if it gets good again you'll sort of pick up in season 10 or 11 or whatever and that's kind of where i'm at with the knicks right now which is like eh, i'll i poke my head in i have friends that i text with you know uh our friend ryan your former boss and mm-hmm. friend uh, of the pod ryan mccarthy friend yeah. of the pod ryan and uh you know we keep up with the knicks and honestly like it's really just a social lubricant at this point it's just something that sort of like keeps you communicating with people in sure. these sad dark times so yeah we it's need a those fun little th- connections yeah it's a fun thing for that. Kelly, my girlfriend, has gotten really into um, hazing, like, the Knicks. Like, she... Because, you know, I'll have it on, so she... she uh, she's a very smart woman, and um, she... I have to say, like, she's uh, really done a fantastic job of just picking apart the Knicks problem. She sees it very Now, clearly. when you say hazing, she she sits in and heckles them from the couch? From the, or... from the couch, yeah. Okay. She, she's just kind of like they have to we have to trade randall like he's he's this is he is the problem like yeah he's a cancer yeah the problem begins with this guy Mm -hmm. um and so um that's fun just like because i don't have i don't have enough of that in my life yeah um so 
Yeah, you know, the Knicks are there. Uh, I keep checking in and hoping that things will be different, and they aren't, so that's mm-hmm. fun. Um, well, I, I don't know if you heard uh, the latest uh, Zach Lowe podcast with NBA Insider, fellow NBA Insider Bobby Marks, uh, a colleague his. of ours. Um, <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Russell yeah, Westbrook Bobby, could be on his way. Bobby Marks' proposed trade of Russell Westbrook for uh, Julius. I love. No, no, not Julius. Only oh, no, uh, no, not Julius. Excuse yeah. me. That's oh, right. Yeah. It was, no, it we're it having was Fournier, Walker, Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker, and, Fournier, and like uh, and, and Alex like, Burks or something. Yeah, and, and I'm sure he was like, and you'll probably have to like spice it up, you know, with like a draft pick or two. And I was like, yeah. great. You know, like, but I'm not even sure. I think it was like they're going to take back Westbrook and a, and a pick from the Lakers because the Lakers are so desperate to get off his contract. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking to myself, Russell Westbrook in the garden, Julius Randall, that's a lot of triple doubles right there. I feel like (laughs) that could, that could be the answer folks that could turn things around and, um, I I could get us back. I could foresee a a title coming back home to the Mecca. That could be a bing bong situation. Yeah. Yeah. That would definitely be a bing and a bong. No doubt about it. A bing and a bong. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Something to look forward to. If you um, yeah, if you're if you're a, a depressed Knicks fan, just think it, it'll get better. Russell Westbrook is coming to save us. That's right. With his cape. Um, and other than that, Ben, I know you've been uh, you know thinking long and hard about the All Star balloting. I know this is something that you spend a lot of time thinking about. Yeah, I'm really really happy um, uh, and proud of uh, Andrew Wiggins. Congrats to Andrew. Um, and I understand finally that, that at long you, last. You were the one that pushed. I over, did. Over I don't want to claim you know full credit, well, but I would like to say that I. Something of a leader of the bandwagon. Um, and that's how you I measure am... influence, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, basketball influence. Uh, it begins with uh, Swish FM pushing Andrew Wiggins over the finish line for an all-star starting spot. Yeah, much like the uh, president of El Salvador um, making Bitcoin the official currency, I, I like to think of myself as president of Andrew Wiggins Island, um, pushing uh, Andrew Wiggins coin as the uh, official currency of uh all-star weekend and uh we did it folks we we won we got it done um the campaign uh was successful and i just uh couldn't be prouder of the guy um i feel like he hasn't been getting the recognition that he deserves uh throughout a a storied and uh and legendary career so very happy for andrew we absolutely love it um I don't know, Ben, is there anything else you want to uh, sound off on here while, while we're on the airways? Or uh, if not, we can always, you know, make it a quick one here. Um, I mean, I've been watching a lot of Cheer. Uh, I don't know if, you, if you're uh, into that show. Wow, Cheer. Is that yeah. on Netflix? It is. It's on Netflix. Uh, talk I, us through that. Remind us what that is. So it's a cheerleading docu-series uh-huh. about collegiate cheerleading. Um it was something of a uh, kind of a global phenomenon when the first season came out in, I believe, 2019 is when it first dropped. Um, and I totally missed it. I wasn't paying any attention, didn't know what it was at all. Like, kind of heard yeah. a little bit of chatter about it in the background. Um, but actually, for work research, I was encouraged to start watching it. Um, so I flipped on season one and blew through it in about a day. And then uh, Kate and I are currently halfway through season two. And gotta say it's pretty pretty good stuff it's that's uh, awesome man nothing yeah. better than being able to uh 
watch a show with your significant other. That's yeah, yeah. When you talk about you know shows that you that you like turn on and watch, um, that's that's one I would recommend. Um, Did you tell me you were also watching How to with John Wilson? Oh yeah, yeah. I finished season two of How to with John Wilson. One of the most incredible I mean, shows ever say, ben, put on television. We might, we might be. Uh, I guess we're kind of kicking off a new segment of the pod here, which is uh, Movie Corner. Um, mm. <coughs> a corner. This is not we... to be clear. This is not rewatchables. This is Movie no, no, Corner, no, 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 which no. is a totally is... separate spinoff. So there's Parent Corner, where we talk about parenting and sort of uh, the trials and tribulations of parenting. Mm-hmm. But Movie Corner, or we call it Film and TV Corner. Um, sure. Uh, you know, is, yeah. could might be just a segment where we uh, talk about what we're watching. Um, I love that. So you you would recommend for our audience Cheer. Cheer and How To with John Wilson on HBO. Cheers yeah. on, on Netflix. Um, yeah, yeah, those are probably my two uh, my two top wrecks uh, of 2022. How about you, Chris? Oh my gosh, we're watching so much stuff over here. Well, mm. I should start with, um, and this will be hardly a secret for our listening audience, but Kelly and I are huge fans of the Real Housewives of Real Salt Lake Housewives. City. Oh, oh S- SLC, is that, S- is that the... Uh... Ben, this one is a... Mo- like, will blow blow your mind. So I wanna, with, I with Housewives, is it like each season is a different city, or do they like bounce around? Or so, no, do, yeah, no, are there multiple cities running at the same time? Multiple cities running at the same time. Wow. Yeah. So there's literally like five different Real Housewives shows like on simultaneously? Oh, there's... I mean, well, let's say there's like I think there's probably closer to like ten shows okay. in the. But they're on they're, air they, at the same time. No. No, they they're all. I mean, they're all they're all on Bravo. Right. So I think they have to schedule them sort of strategically because there's only so many production. Twenty twenty four hours in a day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, right now we are towards the end of uh, season three of Salt Lake City, and. Oh, so uh, each city has like multiple seasons. Yeah. Yeah, oh wow! Yeah. yeah, but this this uh, Salt Lake City is happening right now. So like we're watching the episodes live. This is not sort of like we're not got like it, watching the it. back catalog on Salt Lake City. But then now, are there other cities that are also happening live, or it's like they're gonna yes. run out Salt Lake City and then like have yes. a new season of another city? Soon? There's like usually like one or two at a time. So I wow. believe right now there's Salt it's a lot Lake to keep up with. Yeah, Salt Lake City is the is the big one that we love, and I think maybe. Atlanta might be happening. Atlanta's right now. a famous one. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Yeah, but um, there's they they're smart. They're usually sort of like ending one as another is beginning. So mm. you just sort of pick up where the last one left keep off. Keep that but... keep that feedback attached to the mouth. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. Salt Lake City, man. This Refilling is just... that feedback on the fly. <laughs> wow, no, wow, no wow, need to wow, swap wow, it out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is really explosive stuff. I don't want to spoil anything for for Ooh. you and Kate. Are we talking but, like I mean, uh, fights? Drama? Is there drama? Oh, <laughs> there's drama. There's yeah. definitely drama. There's there's all sorts of drama. There's mm. legal drama. Ooh. There's criminal drama. Ooh. Um, there's romantic drama. Ah. I mean, there's familial drama. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a lot. There's a lot happening there. So uh, Kelly and I are watching that every Sunday night. Mm. Now, is this Not- a show with like faces and heels or are they all yes. heels? Is it is it a hate watch? Is it, well, are you rooting? Are you yelling at your TV? W- I mean, we certainly have characters that we love. Like, yeah, yeah. There's certainly like there's certainly housewives who like 
we are, you know, team Meredith or team Jen or team mm. Whitney Rose or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are very clearly, if you ask me, there are very clearly our heroes and villains mm-hmm. um, in this show. And what's really interesting is with this particular series, it's very elusive, sort of like who is mm. who's on the side of justice and good and who is maybe... Mm-hmm. trafficking in the dark arts oh wow yeah um, um so it's fluid so i mean that's uh, yeah. of course as we know from wwf there's nothing that fans love more than the turn you know yes the, yes. the face turn the heel turn it's not about rooting against the bad guy it's when the bad guy suddenly becomes a good guy it's that's so good when it's, the it's really some of happens. the most compelling tv like I've, I've ever seen wow um that's really good and then we're also watching um I've never seen the show, so we're watching Mad Men, and we just oh, got to the wow. season where friend of the pod Trevor Einhorn. That's right. Um, starts Big popping character up. On, on yeah, Mad yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been really fun to, that's to watch. Awesome. To watch that's that legit. Show. One of my favorite shows. That was the yeah. show when when Kate and I first started dating. We watched that one together. Um, and dude, it's just so consistently like a full. It's like, you know, it's like a chapter of a book where you're like, wait, I just have to like digest all this. Like so like, yeah, you know, it's one of the only shows I would watch. I would, we would watch an episode and then like I would go to work the next morning and and rewatch the same episode I had just watched the previous night. Literally yeah. just to be like, I just want to like understand this better. I want to like yeah, process get this. more into this world and like. Man, let me tell you something right a... now, man. I, so we're in the second to last season. Uh, this Don Draper character, boy, oh boy, is he really spiraling, man? Mm. Yeah, you thought I'm he was a, the little, protagonist. You thought he was a good guy. I'm a little worried about Don. Yeah, a little worried about Don Draper. Yeah, let's just say it's so, complicated with Don. Um, it's complicated. Yeah, that's a really great show. That's one of the shows where I was like, I don't like. It's a show where I didn't. I was not at all invested in the plot. Like I didn't care what happened. I just wanted to like hang out with those characters. Like it's such a cliche to be like, Oh, I just wanted to hang out with those characters. But you really like you watch it and you're just like, I don't care what happens. I just want to like listen to these people talk to each other. It's just like so intoxicating. Yes, absolutely. And I think they're also really amazing at like moving plot. Like there's never a dull, like there are really no dull moments. Like something Mm -hmm. is always happening. They're always like fighting for a new account you know, the firm is like changing over in some way. There's some like sort of romantic right. thing happening. Someone is having an affair with someone. It there's it it's it's really never a dull moment, but you're so invested in all these characters and their stories. Yeah. So uh, it's a good one. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Any uh, any films lately? Taken in any cinema? I tell you what, I'm excited to see is I have heard really good things about the Coen brothers adaptation of Macbeth. Do you know Ooh, this? I don't know if I, uh, yeah, man, familiar with that. I was totally unaware that this even existed, but Francis McDormand and Denzel Washington, uh, are in a black and white Coen brothers adaptation of Shakespeare's Macbeth. Wow. And, um, my brother, who's like not a theater person, not like certainly not a Shakespeare person and has always been like, I don't go to Shakespeare because I never feel like I understand what's going on. It was like, this was the most accessible thing I've ever seen. It's so straightforward and it's mm. like visually stunning and the acting is incredible. So I'm really wow. excited to watch that. Cool. 
at some point. And that's on, uh, you can, you can like stream that thing. Yeah. It's, it's on Apple, Apple, the thing, Apple plus, Apple normal, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And then, um, Apple original. Yeah. And then, uh, what any other movies? Um, I mean, I, I have started getting all the screeners through SAG, so Mm. I should actually watch some of this stuff, but, um, we've seen a few of the movies that are nominated. So I don't know. I have to, I have to look through that pile and see what there is, but yeah. What about you? Have you seen anything good? Uh, the last movie that we watched, I believe was Aquaman. Um, yeah, got, uh, got pretty stoned and watched Aquaman. That was enjoyable. Um, Uh, actually pretty, hmm? you know what I just rewatched was, uh, dog day afternoon. Oh, wow. Classic. I was thinking of just like recent movies. Um, Mm -hmm. But dude, yeah. When was the last time you saw that movie? I saw that like probably ten years ago. Exactly, um, me too. I saw yeah. it like a lo- long enough ago where I like know what it's about and who's in it, but mm-hmm. I kind of forgot the specifics and just man, Sydney Sydney Lumet like really uh, knew what he was doing there. And yeah, the movie doesn't wa- fuck around. I was saying to my brother Brian, I was like, it's it's more, uh, it's like both funnier. And way sadder than I remember. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And yeah, just like, I should rewatch it because I sort of you, saw it at a time when I was like, not it, like. It's s- on HBO. It's on oh, HBO yeah? Max. If you have a subscription, yeah, like it's just sitting there for you. Mm. Just to give it a look. It's, uh, I mean, the act. Obviously, the acting is all all that's incredible. Pacino and yeah, John Cazale. John, oh my John God. Cazale. Yeah, who's in that guy? John, John Cazale is like incredible but like yeah. matthew, matthew broderick's dad is in the movie oh really i didn't realize yeah that. matthew i didn't i didn't really it didn't totally click in my memory that matthew broderick's dad was an actor and um hmm. i think his name is john john broderick maybe john and broderick. um I had no idea yeah but it's such a good movie and it's based on a true story and uh, wow i don't know if i realized that either yeah exactly i kind of forgot that too and man it's 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 like within the first it's one of like the first frames of the of the movie that you see is like just in title cards like this is this really happened. <laughs> you know, it's like Brooklyn 19 whatever whatever year it was 1980 something like this really 70, happened. 75 is when it came 75. out. But, okay, yeah. yeah. Um and it's just Filmed like in inf- 74. It it just informs the entire viewing experience. Um mm. yeah. But give it a watch. I recommend. Crazy. Um yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I feel like that's a sh- that's a movie I when I did watch it, I like didn't really like get the anti-cop kind of angle of it and like anti-authority yep. angle. I I was sort of just like, "Oh, it's like an exciting thriller about a bank heist or something." I know. But, like um, I thought I knew what that movie was where I was like, "Oh, it's like Pacino being crazy and he's like robbing a bank and he says Attica 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 bunch." <laughs> right. Yeah, I think I know what that movie is, but it's it's way it's way more complicated. And like I said, like it's legit funny. Like yeah. it's really funny at moments, and then also incredibly like sad too. And mm, so mm. Um, well acted and beautifully made. So yeah, yeah. Any that other movies something. that uh, we need to know about? I, I cut you off. You were saying you watched Aquaman. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to think. Aquaman, and then um, uh. I am trying to think of like I mean you know we saw like Don't Look Up which I don't want to talk about because it's oh, exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean we liked it but whatever I don't want to go down that whole debate. Um, 
But um, we saw what was the other recent one that we watched? I don't know. We usually like when it comes to the movie. Like I feel like with TV shows, we'll get into like kind of more heavy emotional territory. But with movies, we tend to just be like, it's like something that we use as light entertainment, like escapism at the end of the night. Yeah, because we're like exhausted from taking care of our uh, jerk son. So. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's usually like the dumbest stuff we can find. Oh, we, we, we rewatched, uh, Dumb and Dumber recently. <laughs> oh, awesome. How was that? <laughs> Speaking of, I was like, what was the movie? And the word dumb is what triggered me, uh, me to remember. Um, it's, it's, it's phenomenal. It, it's incredible up. how it holds up. It's really dumb, um, and gross. And there's like different parts where you're like, this is really stupid. But then there's like moments of brilliance that you're like, this is just sheer like the height of like perfect comedy um yeah and yeah i uh i really recommend that one um yeah really really good stuff i mean so many classic lines that uh you know you wonder if you're like oh was i just like dumb and like a kid and it was funny to me then but no it's still it's still pretty good still holds up um probably jim carrey's finest work uh yeah we saw the uh, movie Maggie Gyllenhaal directed. That's what I was trying to think of. The Lost oh. Daughter. Do you know about oh, this? Oh no, I've heard of it, but yeah, it's on Netflix. It. It's, it's good. Yeah, it. Uh, I think we had pretty like mixed opinions about it, but it's absolutely a movie you should watch. All right. Which and you'll watch it and be like, I like this. I didn't like that. But hmm. as far as like movies go, it's yeah, it's like you'll you'll be glad you watched it. Nice, awesome. I think that's it for. Um, movie corner and TV, film and TV, TV corner, film and hey, TV corner. That that felt great. I think that was a big hit. I think, I think that was like a staple of the. Podcast. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a thing now. Yeah, I'm sure that's the podcast. Uh, well, give us your feedback. Um, yeah. Let us know how you liked film and TV corner. Um, I think it felt really good. Uh, felt coming, great coming out, uh, coming off the fingertips. Um, so yeah, congrats to us on another successful spinoff series. And again, Whammy, you are. You have been warned. This goes mm-hmm. on your permanent record. The mm-hmm. warning goes on your permanent record. Um, so we'll reevaluate next week. Yeah, uh, we're going to take a look at everything. We're going to take a look at, we're gonna at, look at wages. We're going to take a look. Yeah, we're definitely we'll going to review. We're going to review the tape. We we may hire uh, you know a private in- investigation team. Um, you know, Absolutely. I don't know. Maybe maybe some outside counsel needs to be involved at some point. You know, I don't think we're there yet, but um, we will definitely. Keep everyone updated on this, um, you know, troubling situation. Um, but you know, like we said, I don't, I, I don't think it's too late. I don't think it's too late to turn things around. Um, I think there is still that, you know, that shred of hope um, that we're that we're clinging to for for Whammy's sake because we care about him. Well, we're gonna push him harder than ever. Uh, it's my New Year res- New Year's resolution was to get the most out of Wham. Mm-hmm. And um, that's right. Yeah. We're demand- if we go back and, and, and re-listen to our, our New Year's resolution pods, that was one of the things I, I, that you did uh, commit to, Chris. Uh, over a month ago, I did commit to pushing you and Whammy harder than ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said I was going to be unrelenting, and you know we've had a little break here. Um, mm-hmm. we, but guess what? The- break time. Break time is <laughs> over. Ding ding. Break time is, is over. Yeah, it's time to put the sandwiches down. Yeah, we're it's, going full throttle. The NBA yeah. trade deadline is approaching. So look, film and TV corner was fun. I'm, you know, that I think we both needed that. That was really yeah. Great. That was a little bit, a little, little bit of dessert. But now it's time for the vegetables. Yeah. Now, now we're going back in. We're going back in for veggies. So whammy, um, get yourself ready. We will uh, be back next week with a uh, 
another pod and it should be a good one ben thank you as always and uh thanks for everyone for listening it's always fun to do the pod talk to you soon my friend you can listen to switch, switch, switch.